My name is Matthew Wayne Selznick, and this is Sonatotum, episode 41. On every episode of Sonatotum, uh, we talk about making things, finding success as we define it as creative people, and staying healthy and sane in the process. It's a personal journal of a show in that I reflect on my own creative endeavors and my progress and triumphs and failures and discoveries over the last week or so, and in the process, hopefully provide some information and some knowledge that you can apply to your own creative life, or at least feel like perhaps you're less alone on your own journey. (laughs) Using the phrase journey, at least I didn't put it all together and say creative journey, because that always makes me laugh, because it always just seems so pretentious. (laughs) The previous week since episode 40 has been kind of a holiday week. Oh, by the way, uh, this is being recorded on Sunday, July 10th, 2022. And the previous Monday was a, uh, a holiday, Independence Day here in the United States. And while I was in, frankly, no mood to celebrate my country this year, given recent events politically, that you can hear me talk about in the uh, Love, Rage, and Indignation episode of Sonatotum. So I wasn't barbecuing and actively going to look at fireworks or that anything like that. But given that the rest of my world was coming to a halt that day, I decided that I would do my best to give myself an entire day off on Monday. So mostly Monday was spent watching giant monster movies and eating snacks and lounging uh, and really not doing much of anything at all. And I confess I felt a little bit uncomfortable about that. It was hard to not feel like I was wasting the day because there was an entire day that I could have been doing creative stuff, but uh, I wasn't alone in the house. And I knew that the other person in the house, that the day was important to them. And, you know, taking some time off was not a bad thing. And then on Wednesday, I saw the latest uh, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World movie, which was, it was a matinee and it was worth matinee prices. It was kind of fun, but very, very, very forgettable. For me, anyway, it was mostly interesting because of the callbacks and cameos and little Easter eggs from the previous, what, five movies over the years. So that was a good chunk of Wednesday, you know, right in the middle of the day. Thursday, I helped someone get on a plane and uh, had to get up super early for that. And that uh, that just kind of made me slow <laughs> on Thursday. So the week was an odd week, uh, just in terms of, of free time, just in terms of, of time that I could dedicate to things. And of course, I still have the day job, which is being a creative services provider for authors and podcasters and other creative types. Bottom line is, there was really no creating for my own stuff 
no creative activities for my work until, I guess, Friday night when I started working on installment number 75 of Hazy Days and Cloudy Nights, the free serial fiction project that I provide to my mailing list subscribers. Uh, You can find out more about that over at mattselznick.com. Just look for the free fiction uh, menu item or just search Hazy Days and Cloudy Nights in Google or there at mattselznick.com. Anyway, I started that on, I guess it was Friday night, wrapped it up Saturday night and uh, got it posted and out into the world just an hour or so before I started recording this episode. I am committed to, before I sleep tonight, to beginning to suss out the outline for the nonfiction work in progress I'm doing, Indie Author Marketing Infrastructure, which I talked about in episode 40 and a little bit in episode 39 of this podcast. So you can go back and check that out, or you can just go to Amazon and look for Indie Author Marketing Infrastructure and pre-order it. The book is scheduled to go out on August 30th. It is mostly written, but I want to organize what I've written. So I'm uh, preparing an outline. I'm going to do that before I wrap it up for the day today. This is uh, not something I've done, but something I'm committed to doing. So here's the deal. I'm alone in the house where I live until probably Monday the 18th. So coming up on just an entire week ahead of me. And I'm going to use that time every day starting tomorrow to work on and hopefully finish audiobook recordings for my first two novels, Brave Men Run and Pilgrimage. You know, of all my creative works, my first novel is still usually month on month my bestseller. And that's a very relative term, mind you. And it's available in print and it's available in ebook, but it's never been available in an audiobook format except for the original free podcast edition, which has not been publicly available for some time now. So I want to at least record the raw audio for Brave Men Run and hopefully for Pilgrimage as well and have those files done and ready so that I can work on editing them and getting them out there. So that's, I'm dedicating at least two hours a day for the next five, six, seven days, probably six days dedicating to that. And I tell you, dear listener, because it's been helping me knowing that you're out there, the uh, two or three score regular listeners (laughs) that are out there for every episode since the uh, podcast came back about five or six weeks ago. It helps me to to know that I'm going to have to tell you what's been going on every time I get in front of this mic. And I need to have something to tell you, right? Because I don't want to feel like uh, I haven't been doing anything, like I'm letting you down. The other thing is that I uh, there are patrons now. There are people who provide me with pledges every month, and I don't want to let them down. More on that at the end. So that's what's up. Having you there, my semi-anonymous accountability buddies, is is very cool, and I appreciate you because you are helping me to sit down in front of the keyboard to put the thinking cap on, to get into the creative mindset more actively, more readily 
frankly, than when left to my own devices. So there's that. I come to the mic today, dear listener, with the intention of talking about how to succeed, because last episode was all about how to fail. And yet, as I stand here, I find myself stymied by a powerful, powerful episode of imposter syndrome. I was much more comfortable talking about how to fail and how to to repurpose and reassign a sense of failure than I am talking about how to succeed. Because when I really look at it, I, I don't feel like a success. It's difficult for me to think in terms of how I've succeeded. So what does success mean to me? I've, I've defined this in past episodes, but let's reiterate it quickly here. I want to live a life where my job is my own creative endeavors, that I earn a comfortable living to the point where I'm not concerned or barely think about day-to-day, month-to-month, year-to-year expenses. And I earn that comfortable living solely from the fruits of my own creative works, the products of my own imagination, not helping others create things, although I think I'll always want some part of my life to be involved with that, not helping other people create things, but writing my own novels, short stories, nonfiction works, creating my own music, art, whatever it might be. And I am far from that. So what, what is your definition of success? I've asked this before, and I'm, I'm asking again. Let me know. Tell me by writing me at matt at mattselznick.com or leaving a comment in the show notes over at mattselznick.com. Just look for the show notes for Sonatotem episode 41. Your definition of success as a creator might be different than mine. So uh, I don't know how much of this that I have to say today will apply. I'm going to try to keep it general. So let's think about it, right? My definition of success involves making enough money from creative works to live comfortably. So that means there have to be creative works, books, what have you, for people to buy. (laughs) There have to be reasons, uh, a steady production of creative works, for people to want to uh, be sustaining patrons month after month after month. In other words, in order to make more, I have to make more. (laughs) That is actually a universal um, right there. Whatever it is that you make, whether you're a writer primarily like me or a painter or an artist or a poet or, or an actor, what have you, it's very unlikely that you're going to make your fortune from one thing that you've made. Rather, of course, it's going to be a little bit from this, a little bit from that, a little bit from this, a little bit from that. Many streams, as they say, and as I say to to uh, point of exhaustion, uh, many streams make a river. Many trickles make a stream. Many drops make a trickle. <laughs> everything that you do, everything that you produce, that you release into the world and ask people to pay you for, every time you do that, you're going to come closer and closer 
to your goal. So how to do that? I mean, the simple answer, of course, is to just show up, sit down, and continue every day to do something toward that goal. And we see how that works. I mean, you might be different, but uh, just think about how I just described my, my past week. Took a day off on Monday, took part day off on Wednesday, was too tired to be really super productive with anything except the stuff I absolutely had to do on Thursday. I didn't even mention Saturday, which was supposed to be a big creative day, was uh, overtaken by a crisis with uh, one of my clients. So it's easy to say, just show up and do the work. It's harder to execute on that. And look, I, I, I've just given examples, uh, except for the, the last one, of reasons that I didn't create every day that were all on me. I chose to take 4th of July off. I chose to take a half day off on Wednesday. And sure, I chose to help somebody out on Thursday, which resulted in me being pretty tired the rest of the day. We make these decisions we choose how we're going to parse up our time. And what I'm saying, look, if you've listened to any kind of podcast on writing, any kind of podcast on productivity or success or anything like that, you've heard this before. We choose how we parse our day. We all get the same amount of time. We don't all have equal amounts of energy or drive or grit. Some of those things are under our control. Some of them are not. So speaking for myself, I have to think about what's under my control and what choices am I making. Now, I'm not saying that that it's all work and no play, even if the work is a form of play. You can't do that. You have to give opportunities. Uh, you have to give chances for the well to fill back up. Rest and true play and true inactivity are important. Can't be driving all the time. You can't be hustling but, <laughs> but you know, uh, could I have watched fewer episodes of Star Trek Strange New Worlds this last week? Sure. Could I maybe have played a little less Fortnite? Absolutely. Could I have exercised more so that my general energy level is higher? Oh boy, yes. More as in at all. <laughs> so I, I keep pulling back the focus, right? It's not just about making stuff. It's about creating an environment in which you can make the things. Understanding your own mind well enough to know where your, your, your quicksand is. If we keep pulling back and pulling back, how to succeed well, yeah, if you're a writer you, and you want to make a living from your writing, if that's your definition of success, like it is mine, then you have to have things out there in the world for people to buy. And the more things you have, the more likely it is that more people will buy more of it. That's just math. But that means working backwards. Okay? And I'm going to speak for myself. I'm going to suss it out myself. And this is nothing that I haven't told myself before, but I don't know. Maybe this will be new for you. I know that in my life, day to day, 
I have, I refer to it as quicksand. I have sand traps or uh, tiger traps or whatever, however you want to put it. There are things in my path that I know will distract me or pull me away or just be more appealing than the hard work that goes into creating. And I I have varying success (laughs) at resisting those things. I swear earlier today, I thought to myself, you know what? I should probably uninstall the video games from my computer. And then I stopped myself because I, I don't want to deprive myself of things that make me happy because then doing the writing is going to feel like, you know, I'm going to feel some resentment there. Perhaps. I don't even know. (laughs) But I know there's a chance. And one form of distraction will just be replaced by another. Pulling back, understanding that I need to produce, I need to ship in order for there to be more items on the market, in order for there to be more things for people to buy, in order for me to earn more, in order for me to reach my goal, my definition of success. I know that I need to pull back and it all comes down to my own personality, to my own habits, to my own emotional, philosophical, yes, I was going to say psychological, but philosophical too, and psychological and mental patterns. Writing is hard. And because writing is hard, other things scratch the same itch without contributing, without actually solving the underlying cause of the itch. (laughs) Um, And I I think about client work. I ended up spending probably three hours yesterday trying to resolve this house on fire issue that popped up for my client. I don't know if I spent that much time on it and I got so engrossed in trying to solve the problem because it was the right thing to do, or because it made me feel like I was accomplishing something. I was doing something for someone else that, you know, I could say, no, it was satisfying, right? And because it was for someone else, and because they have already paid me, they're a retainer client, they pay me every month, the effort reward circuit was easier to close, I think, is is how I'm going to put it. With creating... The effort and the reward are very far removed, usually, because it just takes a long time. Usually, if you're talking about writing, it takes some time to get to finished, and even longer to get to shipping. So, talk about delayed gratification. Sometimes there is no gratification, depending on how you define that, right? So, I know all the tricks. I know pay yourself first, you know. Every day, spend time on your own work before you spend time working for other people. Give your best energy to your own efforts. I I know all these things, but it's tricky. It's difficult. Because if I follow all my own advice, if I follow all the good advice of all the people who are better at this than I am, then that means I'm facing the work more often. And that means I'm facing the danger of not succeeding more often. See how it's complicated? 
there's a whole mess of <laughs> influences and forces at work when it comes to figuring out how to succeed. And, you know, how to succeed is the flip side to why we fail. So if failure is looming as a result of procrastination and fear of failure and the delayed gratification and the imposter syndrome and all those things that stop us in our tracks and keep us safe in the status quo, in the, in the familiar, that keep us away from existential risk, if all those things are at work, well, then how to succeed? For me, as I mentioned earlier, this podcast is one of those tools. I have come to understand myself well enough to know that I respond favorably to outside stimulus, uh, to, to knowing that there are people out there who I need to report back to, people I care about, people whose opinions matter. And you, dear listener, most of you are truly anonymous and faceless, but I know you're out there. I see the numbers and you keep showing up. Every episode, a few more of you show up. I feel responsible. Like I said earlier, I don't want to let you down. And that really helps me. And this is, again, this is not any kind of uh, groundbreaking thing here. Accountability buddies, swim buddies, uh, writing groups, critique groups, uh, mastermind groups, call it what you will. Having a bunch of people uh, who know what you're supposed to be doing or who are interested in what you're supposed to be doing and needing to show up for them on a regular basis, that's, yeah, that's a community. That's a support system, right? So having a support system is helping. Having a support system in whatever form it works for you and your circumstances. Having a few people in my life who are really important to me, who I know are in my corner and cheering, that helps me show up. Having my patrons who are literally putting their money on the table with the expectation that it's there so that I will show up and make things. Having you, my listeners, listen, <laughs> subscribe and download every episode. All of those things help me show up. And every time I show up, I'm getting closer to finishing something and closer to shipping something and closer to having that thing out there in the world where it can earn revenue for me. And not just revenue, but also feedback and greater community. You know, I've said many times, it's not art until the thing that's made is experienced by someone other than the person who made it. And the more people who experience that thing, the more people who read a book that you've written, in a way, the, the more books you've written, because every, every reader brings something different to that book. Every reader's perception is different. So how to succeed? Well, show up. It's really that simple and it's really that difficult. <laughs> how to succeed? Show up. How to show up? Figure out for yourself, well, how you fail. Figure out your traps. Ask someone else, what are the qualities that you see in me that keep me from 
doing my best work. Find somebody in your life who's going to be honest with you and hear them and process that and put that into effect. Put that criticism to work. Show up. Figure out why you don't show up. Do the opposite (laughs) and show up. It's all we have to do. I'm not saying write every day. I'm not saying, like I said earlier, don't, it's not all work and no play. It's finding your rhythm, but you have to have a rhythm. You know, earlier I asked you to provide me with feedback on what your measure of success is, how you define success as a creator. For those of you who are really willing to do so publicly, I'm going to also say, leave a comment in the show notes for Sonatotem episode 41 at mattselznick.com about what you're going to do to help you show up for your creative work more often, more consistently. And I say, leave the comment there in the show notes for Sonatotem 41, rather than leaving me an email, because I want this part to be public. Declare it. Just like I've shown up week on week with this podcast, just like I've had the audacity to start the Patreon campaign and accept money from people to support my creative works, make a statement, my friends. Stake a claim. Declare yourself. Be bold. Every one of us has something powerfully important to contribute to the culture. Your art is unique. Your art is singularly valuable to so many people who may have yet to experience it. Sometimes people say that, oh, you've got a gift. No, you have a gift to give. It's not a gift that's been given to you. It's a gift you give to the world when you make things. It's a responsibility. And fulfilling your responsibility will lead to your success as a creator. Because you have to create things to be a creator. And those creations have to be released into the world to be experienced by others. To have them be anything other than just masturbation. Show up. Declare that you're going to show up. Be specific about how. And you will, if you do that repeatedly for the rest of your life. (laughs) And that either sounds awful or it sounds wonderful. But if you keep doing it, well, let me put it this way. If you don't do that, you will not succeed. I've spent a good chunk of time basically saying something very simple, but I hope that I've communicated just how inherently challenging it really is. This is not uh, easy stuff we're talking about here, my friends. It's hardcore, and you are amazing for taking it on. But I know, look, I know, you can't help yourself, right? You just need to pay a little more attention to the, uh, the angels of your better nature, right? And put pause to all those things that are keeping you safe, keeping you secure in mediocrity, in normality, in the status quo. That's how you succeed. Enough said.
So this show and indeed all of my creative endeavors are supported in part through the generous monthly contributions of my patrons. And uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Matt Selznick. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash M-A-T-T-S-E-L-Z-N-I-C-K. And you can pledge $3 a month or higher, and your patronage helps offset the costs, both in actual money and in time and energy, that go into making this podcast and, in general, uh, keeping up with just being a creator and having a creative business. Everyone who becomes a patron for $5 a month or more gets the uncut, unedited version of this podcast, usually close to double the content every week, and a number of other perks and uh, considerations. You can, again, go to patreon.com slash Matt Selznick to find out all about that. But one of those things is at the end of every Sonatotem episode, I list the patrons who are at a certain level. And this episode, as last episode, where I horribly neglected to do this, I want to give thanks to my Paramount level patron, J.C. Hutchins. Thank you, Chris. If committing to a monthly pledge is a bit much for you, but you're enjoying Sonatotem and you'd like to give a little back and you'd like that to be in the form of monetary compensation, <laughs> you can give me a one-time donation to support the show at either paypal.me slash Matt Selznick or coffee.com slash Matt Selznick. That's ko-fi.com slash Matt Selznick. Again, many tiny little trickles make a stream, make a river, make a torrent. Everything that you contribute helps me pay for web hosting, uh, server costs, uh, software costs, all those things, licenses, all those things that are ongoing expenses. Naturally, of course, as with any podcast, if you rate and review the show, it's a wonderful uh, non-monetary way to support Sonatotem and my creative endeavors. Wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, what have you, just take a moment to rate and a moment more to review, in your own words, why you enjoy Sonatotem, why it's valuable to you, and why others should listen. Your rating and review help the show move up in the search engine results uh, in the listings there at your podcast client of choice, which helps uh, more people learn about Sonatotem and grows the community. And, you know, it's a lovely, positive feedback loop. Your feedback is very welcome and encouraged. Matt at mattselznick.com. You can email me or uh, record a brief audio file and email that to me. I'll play it on the show and respond. Or... As I've requested, you can comment on the show notes page for episode 41 at mattselznick.com. Just look for Sonatotem 41 and leave your comment there. Listen, it's not all about what you can do for me. If you're a frequent listener, you know that as a reward just for listeners, I have some discounts on my creative services. 
These are things that are not listed in the show notes that I do not advertise or mention anywhere other than in the audio of each episode of Sonatotem. The first is a 10% discount on a Your Story Buddy session. Your Story Buddy is the one-on-one video or telephone coaching session with me where I will help you suss out and work through the naughty problem in your current work in progress. If there's something that's keeping you from finishing that story or not starting it in the first place, let's talk about it. And yeah, in an hour, I will give you a ton of advice and guidance on how to break through and open yourself back up and get back to writing and finishing that story. You can get 10% off a Your Story Buddy session. Just go to mattselznick.com, check out the services section of the site and look for Your Story Buddy or writing coaching. And when you check out, use the coupon code SONATOTEMBUDDY. That's S-O-N-I-T-O-T-U-M, buddy, for 10% off. If you are thinking of breaking into self-publishing, independent publishing, becoming an independent author, and you have a lot of questions, well, there's a ton of podcasts and books you can read and so on and so forth. You can scour the internet and gather up all the disparate and different information that's out there. Or you can have a one-on-one coaching session with me just to talk about indie publishing and how the publishing industry works, how self-publishing works. For a one-time coaching session on indie publishing and related topics, 10% off. Just use the coupon code SONATOTEMINDIECOACH when you check out. And uh, just like the other one, you know, if you go to mattselznick.com, go to the services section and look for publishing coaching, indie coaching. When you book your date and time, just use the coupon code Sonitotum Indie Coach, S-O-N-I-T-O-T-U-M-I-N-D-I-E Coach, and get 10% off. Again, those are Offerings that are only for you, dear listener, folks who have listened all the way through to very nearly the end of an episode. It's my way of saying thank you for being here. It's my way of finding a way to help you. And I hope you take advantage of it. There we are. This was a tough one for me. I, as always, hope that you found some value in my talking about how I struggle with how to succeed together. We're, we're going to do it. We are really, we're going to do it. It's going to be amazing. My name is Matthew Wayne Selznick. Take care. <laughs>